SAE Unplugged. I'm your host, Grayson Brulte. Imagine if there were social media and iPhones in 1908 when a 26-year-old West Point graduate from San Francisco named Lieutenant Thomas Selfridge unfortunately became the first person ever to be killed in a prank crash. Would the advancements that the Wright brothers were making be put on hold? Would the industry be shut down by the cyber soldiers of today who aggregate for change without knowing the full facts? Possibly. The pilot that day? None other than Mr. Orville Wright. Did Orville Wright push the boundaries of what was possible? Yes. Did Orville and his brother Wilbur pave the way for the jet age? Yes. When new technologies are developed and commercialized, there's always risk. And Orville took a risk that early evening when Lieutenant Selfridge boarded the plane as he weighed 175 pounds. This was the heaviest person that Orville had ever taken up for a flight. There was 2,600 spectators on hand that day. As the plane made its way down the makeshift grass runway in Arlington, Virginia, under clear, cool skies, due to weight, the plane took off very slowly off the grass, slower than normal, hitting 40 miles per hour at an altitude of 125 feet. A piece of the propeller broke off as Orville took control of the aircraft. The engine began making noises, and Orville turned it off to glide back to the ground. Unfortunately, instead of gliding safely to the ground, the plane twisted, then plunged straight down. In the words of Orville, the plane plunged straight down like a bird shot dead in full flight. In other words, it was over. The plane hit the ground with a terrific force, causing a loud boom and a swirling dust cloud. Orville and Lieutenant Selfridge were pinned beneath the blood-stained wreckage, faces down. Orville was conscious and Lieutenant Selfridge, unconscious. Both men were rushed to a military hospital. Orville arrived in critical condition with a fractured leg, hip, and four broken ribs. He would survive the crash, but he would never again fly. Lieutenant Selfridge arrived unconscious with a fractured skull and was pronounced dead at 8.10 Eastern Standard Time on September 17, 1908. Lieutenant Selfridge was not supposed to be the passenger on that dreadful day. It was supposed to be none other than sitting U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt. President Roosevelt had a thirst for adventure as he became the first U.S. President to ride in a submarine diving beneath the waters of Long Island Sound in 1906. This adventure startled the country. Would he startle the country again and become the first U.S. sitting president to fly in an airplane? That was the rumor at the time circulating around Washington, D.C., and it was later reported by the New York Times. When asked about the idea of President Roosevelt flying with him, Orville Wright told the New York Times, and quote, Of course, if the president asked me to take him on a flight, I cannot refuse. End quote. After the rumors in startling the country once in 1906, President Roosevelt erred on the side of caution and released the following statement, quote, I'm sorry, I don't believe the President of the United States should take such chances, end quote. This decision by President Roosevelt paved the way for Lieutenant Selfridge to take that fateful flight. How would a history have judged the Wright brothers if a sitting U.S. president became the first person to perish in a plane crash? Not well. Even after all their accomplishments, the Wright brothers, in my opinion, would have not have been held in the same regard as they are today. What if in 1908 there was social media in the iPhone and several of those 2,600 spectators that they recorded video and uploaded to X, Instagram, and Facebook? Think about that. What would happen? There would have been congressional hearings and the industry would have come to a grinding halt as there would have been outrage across the country. Outrage across the country. Headlines, negative headlines all over. 
It would have been over for an indefinite period of time. The industry would be over. That's the airplane industry. Leading to a long-term negative impact on the U.S. economy and the United States' national security. Europe would have moved forward with developing planes, while the United States would be wrapped in partisan politics with no clear path towards progress. Thankfully, in 1908, there wasn't social media, there wasn't the iPhone, there wasn't even the internet. Or we might not be flying commercial planes today. Very common route, JFK to LAX. It, it might not have happened. It might not have been there. The negative impact that social media and jumping to conclusions has on the history and the evolution of transportation, it's mind-boggling. Everybody wants to be first. No one wants to be right, just wants to be first. We rush to be the first to post, the first to comment, the first to share a photo or, the, or a video. But why? What good does this serve? It strokes your ego, sure. But does it help society? No. Does it help the economy? No. What if you took all this rushing and put it into thoughtful analysis? We'd be better off as a society, and frankly, you'd be smarter. Okay? I said it. Smarter. The rushing to be first is having a negative impact on the development and deployment of autonomous vehicles. Everyone wants to be the first person to post a video or a photo of an autonomous vehicle in a compromising light. Why? Simply, it gets clicks and people think it's cool because they have an agenda. Let's put a cone on a Thomas vehicle. We have an agenda. Not nice, but they have an agenda. What if the same amount of effort was put into videotaping bad drivers? Film the person blowing dry in their hair while driving down the 10 freeway in Los Angeles. Or the person eating ice cream out of a bowl stuck in traffic on the 405. Or the drunk driver driving over lampposts. They're all real scenarios. I've seen them all in person. Law enforcement, my friends in law enforcement, got it back to blue. They showed me the video. It was scary. Somebody saw it. Crazy things happen on the roads of the world every day. Yet, they're not reported. Why? Simple. Because they do not get clicks. They don't drive ad revenue. When the media and social media users rush out with a false narratives and false headlines... They're everywhere. Some of the worst offenders for this as it relates to autonomous vehicles are, and I'm going to quote these headlines. They're pretty bad, but I'm going to quote them here for you. Quote, self-driving car runs over pedestrian. End quote. Next one. Self-driving car mows down woman, leaving her trapped underneath vehicle. Next one for you here. Could Chinese self-driving cars go on a program killing spree in America? Whoa. Why these headlines? Simple. They sell ads and generate a lot of revenue for the media companies that are allowed to publish this nonsense. These headlines are false, they're misleading, and they erode public trust. What do these media companies do? No fact-checking, just rushing. If this were 1908, could you imagine the headlines? They'd be something like this. Airplane kills human. Wright Brothers failed. Time to ban airplanes. Airplane almost killed President Roosevelt. The mob would have derailed what we have today. This behavior is not healthy, and frankly, it's sad. It's time for us to come together to embrace the future and not look to drive clicks for our own selfish gain. Autonomous vehicles are the future, the same way planes were the future then. Today, we are having our Wright Brothers moment. History will be written this decade, and vehicles will drive themselves all over the country and all over the globe. When this happens, the global economy will thank us. Families will thank us as road fatalities will dramatically decrease. 
the epidemic known as distracted driving will come to an end because of autonomous vehicles. Want to drive clicks for good? Focus on distracted driving. It's an epidemic. Humans do silly things, stupid things, and downright weird things. This combination of behavior, guess what? It drives clicks. Before you jump and you post, take a moment to think about the impacts of your actions. Let that sit in for a moment. Before you jump and post, take a moment to think about the impacts of your actions. What do you think? Let us know by sending an email to podcast at SAE.org. That's podcast at SAE.org. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow is today. The future is innovation in progress. Be sure to join us next week in the second episode featuring SAE Award winners. We'll speak with Alba Colon, winner of the SAE International Award for Technical and Leadership Excellence. SAE International makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. The information and opinions are for general information only. SAE International does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast.